It's the Sticks and Bricks Podcast, where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and build a business that's as solid as your home. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard, and I've been in this incredible industry since 1993, built over a thousand homes in my career, and I'm so thankful you're taking time out of your schedule to listen in. Uh, If you do like the podcast, please, please, please uh, give me some feedback on it. Make sure whatever uh, podcast area you're listening to, um, go ahead and subscribe. I'm truly honored by those of you who do. Anyway, I want to start off with a question today, and I want you to really, really be honest here. How do you score your business on how you're handling those leads that come in from, you know, website, phone, email, however? Now, really... From a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best, how do you think you and your sales team are doing? Now, I work with home builders all across North America, and I often find that many are still letting their salespeople manage those leads directly. You know, they come in an email from their website, and they go right to their salesperson's email inbox. Others are just letting all the leads fall upon realtors. They don't have their own sales staff. And they don't see any of those leads until a contract is even written. Now, a lot of the home builders, and I'm going to say the better ones, I'm using my air quotes here, I know you can't see me, um, but a lot of them are just really keeping a simple Excel spreadsheet with names, email addresses, and phone numbers. But there's no real plan behind it. They only really use it as a reference, and quite honestly, not a great reference at that. Others don't even capture them this way at all. The builders have no way of knowing how many leads their company even has. Now, to be straight up, my home building company was no different. My salespeople managed leads as they came in, and they kept them in their own email box. I don't even think we went to the Excel spreadsheet. So really, I had no idea how many leads our company had. And I had no way to measure things like conversion rates or anything like that, if I wanted to even get that fancy. Now, looking back now, I know how full a shut was. But just like many home builders who are just trying to manage things on their own, I had enough things to worry about. You know, you have uh, inspections to make, homeowners to move in, um, you know, just different calls that come in every day, uh, staff issues, you know, anything that a home builder typically has to worry about. And I figured, you know, I have enough to worry about. It's the salesperson's job to worry about their own leads because ultimately if they're not converting them over to sales, they're not making as much money. And and I, I think a lot of home builders do that too. You know, in retrospect, I have to give myself and my company a scale of one. It's a pretty low score, it's a harsh reality, but it's the truth. And I want to make sure you don't make the same mistake. So take time now to really think how, or even if, you're managing your leads at all. You just might be ready to start thinking about how to seriously start managing your leads. And a really good step is to consider putting an online sales counselor in place for your business and really start collecting and managing those leads. Now, if you think you're too small, I want you to think again. Today's guest, Jen Barkin from Do You Convert, they're a company dedicated to training home builders to sell online, says, if you're marketing with a website, you should have an online sales counselor and or at least a design process if it's not a completely dedicated online sales counselor. Chances are you have a website. I mean, it is 2022 right now. And I know you're going to get some great information out of this episode. Now, this is the audio portion of a live podcast episode I did with Jen during this year's International Builder Show. 
So the audio is, uh, you know, not as great as I want, but it's still pretty good, aside from that one interruption during the interview on the loudspeaker from, uh, from the announcers there during the show. So anyway, listen in and learn why you should start managing your leads right now. It's the Sticks and Bricks podcast, the podcast where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and become the home builder you know you should be. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard, and I've been in this incredible and ever-changing industry since 1993. And um, coming to you live for the final day of the International Builder Show once again from my high studio here, podcast studio above uh, the second floor of the ECI Software Solutions uh, booth here. So special shout out. Thank you to ECI Solutions for asking me to do this live. It's been a great week so far. Uh, later today, we're going to be talking with Bob Kane. And then at 3 o'clock today is the Harley-Davidson giveaway. So if you've entered... Uh, you'll want to be there to see if you're the one that gets to drive it away. I was hoping it would be me, but something says I can't win because, you know, employee thing, those types of things too. Uh, if you're not yet registered, stop by the booth, make sure you get scanned in and uh, have the chance to, to register. That being said, let's get on uh, with what we're going to be talking about uh, today. Sorry, we were going to start today at nine, but the security here, they have everybody on lockdown. They don't just let any riffraff in here. Um, so we had to wait till about 9.15, but uh, the riffraff is here, <laughs> I'm happy to say. Uh, and it's so exciting uh, whenever we get to do this. We're going to be really talking about kind of managing your leads when they come in. Um, and I got someone that's not only riffraff, but they are super intelligent. Super hey. fun, super awesome. <laughs> Jen Morgan, why don't you come hey. on in here too from Do You Convert? The riffraff has arrived. <laughs> All right, we are ready to go. So Jen, thanks so much for uh, taking yeah. time out of your schedule too. For those that don't know you or Do You Convert, the, the company from what you do, Give a real quick intro, let us know about the company, how many people you have, all that good stuff too. Yeah, so glad you asked. So Do You Convert, we are a a firm that partners specifically with new home builders to implement or ramp up their online sales and marketing program. So we have kind of two arms to our business. We have a marketing side uh, headed up by Kevin Oakley and his fabulous team of cast of characters Mm -hmm. over there. And they focus on all things digital, driving those leads to builders' websites. And then on the online sales side, we have a fabulous team of people. We have Mike Lyon, we have Jesse Suggs, our other coach, we have Amanda Martin, we have Kim Boykin. We are all focused on the development which means the hiring, the training, the coaching of the online sales specialist Mm -hmm. who is going to manage all of those leads and customers that come to your website that our marketing team has gotten there. So in a nutshell, that's, and and we specifically work with home builders that we stay in our lane. Good. good. That's the only thing that we do. Yep. Now you uh, kind of brought a posse here as well. So got to make sure Jesse is over here. So February of last year, we added a new coach, Jesse Suggs. She is a two-time NAHB award winner for online sales. And she has just been an amazing addition to our team. Good. Thanks for joining us, Jesse. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Well, let's talk a little bit about kind of online sales counselors overall, because a lot of builders still aren't quite sure what they are, you know, depending on certain size. I know as yeah. we as a company, we talked a little bit about it, kind of knew of the concept. But let's just kind of talk about what that really means. An online sales counselor, what that role is, what their main thing is to do. Yeah, absolutely. So the role of an online sales specialist is to really be that 
first line front door of your organization. They're there to capture those leads that are coming in, engage with them, qualify them, ultimately help the person select a certain community or floor plan that they're working with and then move them forward by appointment to the on-site sales exec. Um, you know, that's kind of an overview of what they do. However, there's so many more things that they are doing, especially in this current market that we're in. We've seen things evolve. In fact, you know, online sales counselor, you know, is kind of the industry term for them. And we kind of veered away from that a little bit because okay. we were like, they're really online sales specialists. Sure. But Brad, in this last couple of years... They are counselors. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> they are yep. counseling. They are counseling our customers right. um, on online through their journey. So that has been definitely yeah. the case. Yeah. Now, is uh, typically that for the most part, it's a separate person from the on-site sales. Yes. Is there a point when they can be both? You know, we don't recommend that, and here's why: we recommend having a dedicated person because really, there's a there's a certain skill set involved, right? Okay. Yep. On-site sales are really focused on, you know, they they are they shine at interacting with that person that is right there that they can work with on-site. You know, most salespeople are great at closing. They're you know they're sales-driven. The online sales specialist is more of the nurturer, right? They're right. going to stay with that right. prospect until they buy or. All right. Or go away. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, we really see this just two kind of different skill sets. Online sales, they are amazing on the phone. They're amazing at nurturing, prospecting, long-term follow-up, all of those things. On-site, you know, they're there yep. to, to get the sale and not necessarily hard. stay with the with the customer long-term. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I don't know if this is a fair question, but I'll ask anyway. Um, is there any standard way, and that's probably a really broad way of asking, of uh, any type of compensation? Is it, do you find builders sometimes just do a flat fee? Is it, again, if it's oh, not a fair question, you can say, oh, yeah, yeah, or is no. it just all commission-based to, to get appointments? or you know, Because there has to be a metric that comes in yes. there, too. So. Yes, there are metrics. Okay. And so we'll definitely talk about that. But overall, you know, compensation is typically a base salary okay. of some sort and yeah. then you get compensated on an appointment kept so okay. the appointment has to show up oh, for yeah, you to yeah. get got to hold their hand the whole way in appointment's got to show up for you to get paid yep, yep. and then um if that appointment turns into a sale you get compensated on that as well nice yeah okay very yeah. good too and and here's what we tell we tell builders who are considering like how do i figure out what am i paying this person like i'm right. starting this program what do i do kind of want to see what is your budget, you know, figure out what your budget is for this position. Right. And then kind of work backwards based on how many, what are your sales goals? Okay. You know, how many leads you're going to need and kind of figure that out so that you can not, you don't want to pay too much. You want to pay too little. Right. 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 But, um, you know, we get asked that all the time. And yeah. Yeah. I know a couple of years ago before it kind of even got big before pandemic and everybody was remote. That was such a foreign concept because you sit and you think, you know, how can you pay someone that maybe isn't sitting in your office too? Because online, but you know, that's, that's just kind of where the, where it's gone, especially. And I think COVID has advanced that a little bit too. Yes. And, you know, also 
I think it's more important, the more people that are at the top of the funnel, right? Everybody, there's a lot of ha- happening at the top of the funnel, a lot sure. of yep. interest. Yep. You really need to think about staffing up your online sales side okay. because you have to have more bandwidth to be able to manage all of that demand, Sure. right? So if you have that position in place and the person's managing, you know, 200, 300, 400 leads a month, you really need to think about adding additional people to that team because it's just physically impossible for them yeah. to manage that amount. And a lot yeah. of people don't necessarily realize that, but you think the leads today, I know you're hearing everywhere across the country, they're just mm-hmm. crazy. And you think they're coming from what websites, phone calls, co-brokes, social everywhere. media apps, the Zillow apps, those types of things oh, too. Absolutely. And so is there a way, and, and even sometimes just walk in at the models and they, um, so as you um, get into kind of um, figure out how that should go and you're managing those leads one way or the other, is there always a standard path you have to take them? Is that even possible? Or how do you even start to kind of make sure you're funneling them down to the right way? Because they can yeah. come in from anywhere. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, any new interest coming in to your website, any new interest coming into your company, let's just say that, whether it's like you're saying calls, Facebook ads, um, realtors, anything, any new interest should funnel through the online sales specialist. Even if they come on site? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, sorry. Okay, I'm if sorry. They, yeah, come if in, they come, okay. if they walk in your model home and they already meet with your your on-site person, they that's their lead. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. But any new digital marketing interest, call-ins, things like that, should all funnel through the online sales specialist because one of the important parts of what they do is actually quantify the leads, hmm. right? As a builder, you're spending money on marketing, right? You're right. you're you're spending money to drive traffic. What's the return? Mm-hmm. You need to have some way to figure out how many what what's the engagement? What am I getting? Are these lead sources working? Sure. sure. Right. <laughs> is right. this even working what I'm doing? Right. And so that is really really important to have that person in place Good. to do that now you had mentioned a little bit and you're kind of talking about it here in terms of the metrics uh, involved yeah. and you said about appointments you know kept points made um just you know are these things working so can we talk a little bit about metrics on how you can design that to be yeah. you know following up and, yeah. and tracking it yeah the metrics that matter okay right, is, right. What we, yep. is what yep. we talk about so um you want to first look at the leads coming in and the appointments that are happening from those leads, right? And so right now, benchmarking, when we look at all of our customers, all of our partners, we're right at about a 34% conversion of lead to appointment. Okay. So 100 leads come in, 34, 34. are going to appointment. Gotcha. The goal of appointment kept. So that's, we set 34. Right. How many do we want showing up? 90% minimum. Okay. 90% of those appointments need to be showing up. Um, then we look at the kept appointments to sale, okay, right? And right, we're seeing yep. roughly about a 20% conversion of appointment to sale right now. Okay. Again, benchmarks are our partners. Right. Um, and then overall contribution. You want to track, I, as a builder, I sold 10 homes this month. How many came from the appointments? Okay. Let's say five. We're, we're right about a 54% convert, uh, online sales contribution right now. So five to six of those would be coming from those appointments. Okay. Right. And so right. that's how you want to kind of track. And here's what I will tell you. 
if you're just starting out, if this is a new program, even if this is an existing program for you and you're just starting to look at these numbers, you want to kind of see where you're at so you'll know where you need to go. So you want to look at, even if you're at, you know, a 20% conversion of lead to appointment, that's okay. Sure. Right. You got to start somewhere, but you want to, you have to measure that on a, on a monthly basis. So, you know, is my online sales specialist doing what they're supposed to do? Are we moving in the right direction? Yeah, exactly. Wow. So now do you convert? I mean, a company that you work for, I'm, I'm assuming you help builders who maybe are getting new into this, not only figure out what those metrics are, should be, yes. how to track them, but also kind of designing that customer journey. And do you want to talk a little bit about what that process looks like when you go in and talk to a builder? Yeah, absolutely. So customer experience is, gosh, you know, there's been a couple times this last year, more than a couple times this last couple of years where I've said, you know, I'm not really sure how we need to tackle that, but let's step back, let's step back for a second and put our customer hat on and think how would our customer want this to go how should you know what's the best solution for our customer and so our philosophy at deconvert is the online sales specialist works hand in hand with the on-site sales specialist the the customer comes in let's just say through the website the online sales specialist goal is to try to engage with that customer with within five minutes okay all right because what do we know? The customer yep. is the most excited when they're in the moment, they're sure. on the website, mm-hmm. you know, they took a few minutes to look. So we want to try to capture them right away. So the online sales specialist picks up the phone and calls, okay. engages, qualifies. This is super important. We're not just appointment setters. Okay. Okay. We're not just saying, oh, you want to come out? Sure. Let me get you out right, there. Right. Yep. Okay. We're building rapport. We're asking questions. We're getting them out. Once we get to that point, we're handing them off to the on-site sales exec by appointment. Now, here's where the second part of the equation comes in. Sure. The on-site salesperson is then immediately reaching out. Okay. Hey, Brad, Brad told me all about you. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday. This is going to be awesome. I've, I've read about what you're looking for, yada, yada, right? So that seamless Welcome handoff, right? Oh, we got the live. God has spoken. Yes, that's right. <laughs> us. Live TV. We, we're doing so good. We almost got here. So we'll just kind of have a little bit of fun until this is done. And we'll let it roll. <laughs> it is like us. Yeah, it is kind of. I feel like I would say when you hear a voice like that, this is where you deep myself but as well. I so you ever watch The Muppet Show? You're probably too young. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, wow. I know. Yeah, you know those scenes where Rolf is a doctor and they say the continuing saga and they're looking up like this. Oh, yeah. I, exactly. Every time I hear a voice from above, I think back. Think so, back. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. So we're talking, okay, we're talking uh, over about to the handoff. Yes, handoff. Okay, so, so salesperson takes it from there, but mm-hmm. they have to do their part too, right? So they're reaching out by phone, by email, so that they are preparing for the appointment. Okay. Because here's what we know, okay? Online sales talks to a customer, right? That's the last person they remember talking to. Sure. So what happens is if the on-site team doesn't then get involved, the online, the, the customer comes out and they're like, yeah, I'm here to meet with Jen. Yeah, right, right. Thinks that's the actual person. Yeah, yeah I'm here yeah. to meet with Jen. And right. the on-site person's going, no, you're here to meet with me. Yeah, I got right? it, right, yeah. But if they didn't do the handoff, Right. right. And so, yeah. you know, we think that, yeah, we, we compare the, the handoff to like the Olympics, right. And like the baton, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and yep. what happens when somebody drops the baton? Yep. Yep. It falls apart. Yeah. You're disqualified, mm-hmm. fail. Right. And so we don't want, 
that to be our customer experience. Good. We want to keep it seamless and, and have a good handoff. So at that handoff point then too, is the online completely out or do, the, uh, do you design sometimes where they come back and say, hey, how'd everything Great go? Question. Great Thank question. Thank you. That's so, what I'm here for. I know. Yeah. So, so after uh, Brad comes out and meets with Jesse, you know, and they have a they have a great meeting. The online sales specialist is closing the loop okay. by one more touch point, sending a text, calling, emailing, saying, "Hey, want to see how your visit was with you know Jesse, whatever." Sure. Um, and that kind of closes that gap. It gives the person the opportunity because the online sales specialist is really positioned as the unbiased. Sure you know, customer experience yeah. person, yep. right? Yep. They're not trying to sell anything. They're trying to help, sure. right? So yep. it gives that um, customer the opportunity to say, yeah, you know, I had a great visit, but, you know, I really didn't like the, yep. the backsplash in the sure. kitchen. Okay. Hey, no problem. I'm going to pass that feedback along. Make sure that you have Brad's phone number. Let me just double check with you, right? So then the online team and the on-site team were working together right. because right. as the OSC, I'm going to go say, hey, they really loved it. Weren't crazy about the backsplash. Sure, sure. Yep. And then yep. on-site's going to do their magic yep. and fix that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's, so yeah. That's fair enough. Now, I, and I imagine, and we don't have to go into it, but if for some reason they don't like the on-site person, whole oh, other path, you can take them on those Exactly. Or, too. hey, I didn't like Happy Acres. Right. Do you have something else? Right. Absolutely. Right? right. Or, or actually we don't, but Hey, can I check back in with you periodically right. and see, you know, we might have something in the future. Sure. That's where the OSC continues to stay with that person. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. So let's just kind of talk a little bit, you know, as home builder I have, we didn't have any type of way of tracking. We let kind of the leads go through our salesperson directly. And there's a lot of builders out there that are like, yeah. that. they go, Hey, that's the salesperson's job. They've not invested in any online sales counselor or a specialist right. or whatever. Um, is there a point, kind of a magic threshold when builders should say, you know what, I ought to start. I need of, this. Yeah. I, I need to start actively managing yeah. leads. And if that's the case, you know, what is kind of is suggestions? It? Like, what do you do? Is it just Excel spreadsheet or, you know, what point? Yeah. At what point do they say, Hey, I need to, I need to get a little bit more professional managing yeah. these leads. So absolutely never, never, never have an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> That's no, it's uh -oh. sorry. It, That's right. I mean, it's seriously though, it's 2022. Mm -hmm. Like if, you know, and, and so here's, here's the big answer. Here's okay. the broad answer. If you are uh, marketing with a website, if, if you have a website presence as a builder, you should have an online sales specialist to manage what's happening with those leads. Okay. So if you have a website, if you're doing any sort of digital marketing, even if you only build 12 homes a year, right? You should have somebody that is dedicated to doing that. Now, does it mean if you are a small builder that this person doesn't have other functions in your organization? No, like it could be somebody that kind of does marketing, you know, like a hybrid role. They're they're in charge of some marketing. They're in charge of the leads and things like that. But again, as we started talking about this, our on-site sales execs are awesome at what they do sure. with people that they're meeting with face-to-face -face and selling homes. So you don't want to put this type of work on them. It needs to be a separate, dedicated uh, space. So... That's kind of the big, you know, broad sure. answer. Okay. okay. Now, uh, one question we get a lot is how many OSCs do I need 
Okay, sure. Based on how many leads I'm getting, how many sales I have. Sure. And kind of the magic number that we we see is, you know, if you're selling for every 250 homes that you're selling a year, you should have one online sales specialist dedicated okay. to that. Fair enough. So if you're selling 500 homes a year, you should have a team of two. If you're doing 50 okay. a year, you one should have that, one, one that, person could, right. that could, you know, do some other things in your sure. organization. Okay, good. Exactly. Now, it wouldn't be one of my live podcasts this week if I didn't. And because special thanks to, to ECI, too, have to do a cheap plug all the time. Obviously, ECI has Lasso, Customer oh, Relationship man. Management for Home Builders, too. That would be Lasso. one of the suggestions, the primary uh, suggestion for CRM. Listen, listen, Lasso, well, first of all, I just want to go back in time for a second. Lasso is very dear to my heart because when I was an online sales specialist myself, that's that's how I, that's where I, why I'm here you talking with you. you. Did, yep, yep. That's why I'm talking with you. You're today. so good. They stole you away to train others. So. <laughs> yep. um, but in in 2013, 2012, 2013, when I was starting out, um, Lasso was our CRM. Okay, so I got to know the folks really well at Lasso because I had a unique situation where I represented like a dozen different builders at the same time okay not necessarily recommending that but yeah. you know it was how am i going to keep all of these leads straight sure. you have yeah. to have a system a spreadsheet definitely would not have worked so the cool thing about lasso is you can have different projects you can really segment out your leads and keep everything in. i call them buckets okay. you can keep everything in different buckets within lasso um, and so it's really been, um, as an, as a user and now as a trainer, um, you know, we, we really recommend Lasso a lot, you know, for our, for our different builders. Yeah. And that not only just captures leads, but you can actually oh. kind of design out how that customer journey looks at. And then that's some of the stuff that you do and, too. And things have gotten so much harder. You touched on it a little bit. We, we have, it's not just web form leads and call-ins. Mm -hmm. It's web form, Zillow, Facebook, call-ins, realtors, uh, you know, I mean, be, new home source, yep. right? There's a ton of different lead sources coming in. How are you going to prioritize? Right. Because you, you need different processes for the different types of leads. Sure. So Lasso allows you to prioritize, set up different follow-up processes, all of those things. Like it's, it's imperative. You cannot do this job right. without a CRM. Without something planned too. And I know, yes. you know, it's certainly for years, you, you wonder, is it worth the investment from a home building side too? And you say, you know, it's really up to my salespeople to figure that out. And we were having this conversation ahead of time too. And I said, you know, my salespeople, you'd let them kind of do it themselves. And you just had to kind of cross your fingers, hope they did their job on it. And you hope they did okay until you got that email from someone saying, do you guys want to sell me a house or not? Um, so that's number one problem. Then you look foolish and then that person usually, if they really want to buy a house, you might get lucky. Right. But the other side of it too is, hey, if you have a great salesperson, they're keeping their own leads. All of a sudden the competition steals them away and you don't own that as a company. Right. Chances are they're going to take those leads with them to start oh, yeah. selling at their new place. Oh, yeah. And so that's worth the investment alone. Well, case in point, this last, I mean, right now, okay, 2022, what we're seeing right now is kind of a repeat of last year where we have a ton of, ton of interest and we have very little availability, Sure. right? right. Yep. How are you going to follow up with people and nurture people if you've got to put them on a wait list? Sure. Hey, hang tight. 
We're waiting for our next phase to be released. Right. That you can't do that in your head. Right. You can't do that on a paper reg card. Right. 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 Yep. You have to have a tool to be able to manage that interest in properly, or you're just gonna piss off a bunch of people. Right, right, yeah. I mean, that's really, yep. Yeah, you know, it's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just gonna piss everybody and off. And or when things get back to somewhat of a normal pace, yeah. you say, hey, we're back, you got a pipeline. in and free buy, or, you Yeah, you got a pipeline. You got a pipeline. Like, enough. you gotta you gotta get in there and work it, yeah. 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 Well, good, why well, take up enough of your time, Jen. Thank you so much, Jesse, <laughs> I could thanks talk all day. for being here, too. I could, too, everybody knows that, and they're all like, thank goodness he's kind of finishing up. So, yeah. uh, do you convert com is the best place. Do you convert.com. You can reach me at Jen at doyouconvert.com. I'm happy to. We are. We love to talk with people, answer questions. Absolutely. Good. Great. And look up Lasso, too. I have to put in a final plug for that. Everybody, have a great final day of uh, International Bill Show. If you're here, if you're not, wish you were here. Again, remember, we have a Harley giveaway today at 3 o'clock. So she's going to scan hey, in. I think Jesse's going to I'm as well. I'm scanning in. I think I'm only allowed one scan, right. but... You know, plan on driving to home. I I have my motorcycle license. Let's right. go. Sounds good. Hey everybody, have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you, Justin. See ya.